Greetings, everyone, and praise be Jesus Christ. Last weekend, we heard a gospel message involving persistence in prayer. We met the persistent widow knocking on the door, the unjust judge, prayer being a battle and the importance of persistence. This week, we hear another lesson on prayer, and namely, our position in prayer and some of the traps that we all fall into. Our Lord today gives us another parable, that of the tax collector and the Pharisee, both in the temple. And from the outside, their position in prayer is quite good. They have come out of themselves and put themselves in the temple. Uh, externally, they're in the right place of prayer. Yes, you can pray anywhere, but we know that the temple, the church, someplace outside of ourselves, is very important. So kudos for them. But as we begin to listen to their prayer, we see that their geography could not be more different. Internally, St. Luke tells us that the Pharisee actually is praying to himself telling God everything that he's doing. Four times he says, I, 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 I fast, I tithe, I'm better than the rest of humanity. And the tax collector, who has fewer words, he does not even raise his eyes to heaven, but rather he bows them down and he says, have mercy on me, a sinner. That one went away justified. But the question for us to consider is, how do we go away from prayer? How do we step into our prayer? A few points. Number one, know who you are speaking to. And when we pray in the name of the Father and of Son and of the Holy Spirit, we are speaking to God. And that is a mighty thing. So often in our world, we're really just speaking to ourselves. There are big echo chambers of ourselves. These algorithms that run the internet are remarkable. They get to know us so very well. If I Google a hotel in Houston, I'm looking for a trip, well, then I'm going to be getting all advertisements about what I can do in Houston. And while helpful, it's all oriented toward me. You're familiar with the story of Narcissus from Greek mythology. He was a hunter. He was out on a hunting expedition. He came upon the lake and he saw himself in the reflection of the water he fell in love with himself. Narcissism. That's narcissus. But there's another person in that story, a Greek nymph named Echo, who really liked Narcissus, wanted to befriend him. But Echo could only repeat what he said, and so 
There was no reciprocity. There was no direction in prayer. And sometimes, my friends, in our own prayer, we might encounter the same thing. Years ago, there was a commercial on Dunkin' Donuts, Time to Make the Donuts. Remember that one? It's kind of the same old thing. It's me, myself, and I in my daily routine. How different, how transformational authentic prayer can be. And my friends, the grounding of authentic prayer is knowing who we're speaking to. Christianity is nothing if it's not the historical revelation of God. It's nothing if it's not the coming of the eternal Son of God into human time and history so that we may be saved, so that we may be with Him, that we may be brought out of our echo chambers and into the life of the Trinity, the life of God. And so amidst all of the dramas in our world that mark the geography of our human experience, of our day-to-day, there are ego dramas, there are melodramas. Remember, if there is a God drama, Hans Ernst von Balthasar, one of the most famous theologians of the 20th century, referred to this as a theodrama. God drawing us to himself in powerful ways. God breaking out, breaking us out of the ordinary. God breaking into time. God moving us in time to himself. And how beautiful that is. And how sad when that fails to happen. My friends, this Sunday we celebrate Mission Sunday. And we're reminded that the church is missionary. That she is moving to all peoples of all times. She's not a still lake where we can fall in love with ourselves. But she is a raging river. And how we need that river to purify us, to move us, to keep us healthy and clean. I just want to close with the prayer of a famous convert of the 20th century, maybe one of the most famous ones. You might be familiar with his best-selling book, Autobiography, Seven Story Mountain, Thomas Merton. He wrote this prayer to God, which I think is quite beautiful. The prayer of a man who knew the geography of his own heart. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end. Nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, will I trust you always 
Though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone.